Hi, Micah. Hi, Stevie. Hi. How are you doing? How uh, how am I doing? Yeah. Oh, boy. Is that a tricky question? That is a very tricky question. You know, it it usually it usually seems to be out with you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh oh boy. Okay. Let's just say I really need to win the lottery. Okay, work, huh? Looking I didn't say at, that necessarily, but uh I feel like it's implied, but listen, I will just kind of always generally figure that work sucks and the lottery would be better. That's just pretty much always my my approximation. It's a good approximation. Yeah. I'm sorry. That is what it is. So, uh, yeah. Just a heads up, we're not going to launch into it yet because we still have to do the daily question. Uh huh. But the news this go round is hard. Great. Good. Yeah. Fucking water bottles leaking. To- sorry. Sorry. Totally incorrect. Sorry. Totally incorrect indeed. Just punctured the moment. Sorry, my bad. I was about to be all gravitas and be like, you know, it's been a kind of a hard week in, in the realm of like tran- being transgender. Yeah. Yeah, it has. But then my water spilled on me. And that's the that's the real issue facing transgender people. Doesn't it suck when you wash your water bottle and then the water get on you after? Because you didn't actually dry it off properly before refilling it with water and then you go to take a little drinky drink? That is the real travesty. I have tea on my side table that I forgot I left over there. Hold on. I miss you already. You're killing me. Sorry. I think the Adderall wore off. Sorry, I'm a little scattered. Oh. It's Honeybush. Honeybush is good. Oh, that's not very good, though. <laughs> the way I made it was not very good, as it turns out. Okay, I'm putting that back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't just leave... You- you can't just leave it on your desk? No, because otherwise I'm going to spill it and it's going to ruin the whole thing. And then we have a bigger issue. It's better. <sighs> everything is in order now. Okay, as long as as long as long everything's in order now. It is. Good. Have we done the snail question already? The, if the snail touches you, you die question? Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. Okay, I thought so. I, was like, I feel like we've talked about that. Hmm. Ooh, audience submitted daily questions. Ooh, this is topical because it's spooky weekend. This is coming out when? This episode. Hopefully on on, on Halloween. <gasps> oh my god, this is perfect then. Okay, this question was submitted by TikTok user Snuggles underscore bunny. And they said if you could choose where you haunt and what you wear when you die, where and what would you choose? What kind of ghost would you be, Micah? Well, first off, I'd be wearing all black. That's a given. It's like the spiritual um opposite. That's funny, spiritual. Opposite of, you know, the ghostly ghostly woman in all white. You're just gender ambiguous ghost wearing all black. I think that's ideal. Just be as, as puzzling a ghost as possible. Yeah, I want to be an indeterminate shape that can't quite make out. This is just like the henchman of indeterminate gender by Lemony Snicket. <laughs> Great. Or it could also be, also be uh, what was it, the ind- indeterminate fancy, which is a villain from the Venture Brothers. Oh, that's fun. I was about to say that um, the henchman of indeterminate gender uh, was great representation for non-binary villains everywhere. Um, indeterminate fancy, though. That's a new one I haven't heard intangible of. Intangible fancy. Never oh, mind. Oh, okay. I think intangible fancy is a good ghost name. Yeah, I'd say. But I would, uh, we're all black, kind of be shapeless as best as I could. Maybe something uh, form-fitting. Okay. 
opposite of the flowy whatever that ghosts usually wear. So like Morticia Adams? Yeah, but not a dress. Okay. Like a suit. Morticia Adams pantsuit. <laughs> there we go. Morticia Adams pantsuit. Just smash Morticia uh, and Gomez together. Exactly. That's ideal. And as far as where I would haunt, um, I don't know, my house, I guess. Really? You just stay in the same house? I like my house. Like, all your shit is here, but, like, people are going to move in after you, right? Yeah, they'll be angry at them. Fair? Oh, Christ, where would I haunt? Yeah, see, that's a harder question than uh, well, okay. you would think. Arguably, it's easier for you because you own a house. I've just been renting. <laughs> I've been renting for the past few years. Don't want to haunt the childhood home. That blows. I feel like... <sighs> I've got a, I've got a mortgage, so I'm more like I'm just renting from the bank. Also fair. But at least you don't have to move your shit every year, and they can't raise your rent, right? Right? Uh, right. Okay. <sighs> Having rowdy college kids come in and out every year of my peaceful little townhouse sounds horribly disruptive, but also extremely fun in that I could fuck some shit up. You know? You could. You like could definitely if, haunt the hell out of them. Oh, I could haunt the hell out of some college students. Like, the ones that suck terrorize them the ones that are cool reveal that ghosts are real and now we hang out because the tenant is a witch that's great this landlord kind of sucks haunt the landlord cause some problems terrorize them when they come over actually okay haunting a place i'm renting does sound a little bit ideal what would i wear i don't know probably some fucking vacation dad outfit like a hawaiian shirt um my tivas khaki shorts give me a fanny pack for good measure pretty non-threatening ghost by and large but i feel like if you see a ghost at all you're gonna get at least a little spooked you know what i mean see that's the thing i'm going for threatening you are definitely going for uh more of the casper the friendly ghost variety i would love to pal around with some living fuckers um but at the same time i i'm, I'm assuming i get to make my own ghost rules I'm, i don't have to reveal myself to everybody who walks in the door you know what i mean I think the idea is that they probably can't see me unless I choose to be seen or unless they have, you know, supernatural abilities. They can see me better whatever. The worst thing would be some fucking frat boy with supernatural, like, <laughs> sight, supernatural premonitions. And then I actually have to deal with the fucker. <laughs> yeah, but then think about it. You could maybe change them. Do you think? Oh, I can say God sent me. I'm your guardian angel. And they said or, that you or less devious, just say, dick. "Hey, I'm a ghost." Yeah, and be like, "This is what happens in the afterlife. Sometimes you get stuck as a ghost." Hey, uh, don't be a dick. I don't know. I if that was would a work. dick in life. But the thing is that I was a sweet little angel, and I wouldn't even know why it happened. But I could just make up whatever shit I want about the afterlife. Ooh, I could be like they started to put me in hell, but then I reminded them of the time I did this or that. Um. That reminded me of the time I was not homophobic, and then they let me come back as a ghost. I wasn't good enough to go into heaven, not because I did drugs for unrelated. It was just unrelated sins, um, like the ones you're doing. Ooh, uh, you know it works out. Also, the exactly. lady next door would hate having frat boys live here. She has a hell of a stink eye. I made eye contact with her for the first time this week in the like seven months we've lived here. I don't think it's been seven months. Whatever. She's got a hell of a stink eye. I smiled and waved and everything. <laughs> I'm sorry your neighbor's not as friendly as you would like. She's old, whatever. Like, fucking, 
What do I care? What's After a certain point of being old, I could see just being grumpy 24-7. Just because you're old, you have to put up with a lot. Your body's falling apart. You're marching toward the grave. Honestly, she rarely leaves the house, and she was uh, getting out of her car and going in the house. So maybe she just came home from an event. Maybe the event sucked. Maybe she didn't want to leave her house. I wouldn't want to leave my house if I was old. I barely want to leave the house now. Um, and I'm 22 years old. I'm going to a drag show like right after this. And I'm so excited. I've never been to one. Uh, I haven't been to a house party in like a year and it's with people I know and I'm going to wear my headphones so I don't get overstimulated and I'm going to dress as a sexy vampire and I'm really excited. Yay. Uh, I'm definitely, I'm not being a vampire because I already had the fangs and I didn't think of anything else to be for Halloween this year, but I did pay $30 for those fangs because they mold to your teeth pretty well. Um, and I think it would be fun to wear black eyeshadow and be a sexy vampire again. Indeed. It's gender swap. I need to start pulling from the audience submitted questions more because this shit is great. Wait, we might have already done that daily question. Whatever. It's Halloween. We get to do what we want. I don't remember. Welcome doing to gender. Count. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Gender Swap, a <laughs> podcast by two transgender siblings, one of whom was had the perfect opening for this this whole thing. was gonna was gonna refer back to something that's, that no, the other the one had opening. said. Do the good opening. The other of whom <laughs> just trampled all over my good opening. Sorry. Yeah, you know what the good opening was? What? I don't know. I forgot it. I was so enraged. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> So, so infuriated by you trampling over me. I forgot the good opening. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Bay. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie. I use he, they pronouns. All I can say for myself is, oopsie daisies, you know, sometimes that happens. You get a little overexcited. I'm not even, I'm, I haven't even consumed any substances today, aside from tea and nicotine, which don't count. Uh, that's not true. I did, I did take my Adderall this morning, but I'm normal again, I think. I don't know. It's a higher dose than I'm used to. What can you do? Um, but yeah, um, I'm really normal today. Uh, I still haven't had any Kratom. Going cold turkey so far has worked, which is great. I think my mood is starting to even out a little more, which is great. Um, in, in times of trouble and stress, I still feel tempted by ye evil gods, but Luckily, I'm strong and resilient, um, and I smoke a lot of weed, which is about to be very legal for me because I am getting a medical marijuana card. Wah, 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 wah. Congrats. Way, way easier than you think, actually. It's surprisingly yeah, easy. Yeah, I should probably get one. It is. It's so much easier than you think it is. I'll send it to you. It's It's a little bit of like a... Sorry, I thought I heard the cat. Um, at least in our area, it's kind of got like a, a little bit of like a, a price lock on it i guess at first um but if you're able to afford that part it's it's very easy um just tell me you got depression <laughs> just tell me you got depression and anxiety shit you do you'll be fine <laughs> among other things yeah you'd be fine this it's, is true it's very easy i'm waiting for them to um process my payment and then they'll give me a temporary card and then they mail you the actual card which is being mailed to the address on my driver's license which is still my parents' address. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but it's just going to say Department of Health. It's not supposed to say anything about weed on it, so it should be fine. 
but I do also like to antagonize, so I might let a little slip. You know, who's to say? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do in two weeks. I get a little Who silly. Knows? It's, a, it's a roll of the dice. It really is. Just depends on how I'm feeling that day. Speaking of a roll of the dice, here comes the news. Our first headline. Intruder beat Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer in their home. What? Okay, I vaguely heard something about that earlier, but I didn't look too far into it. What? An intruder attacked and severely beat House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer in the couple's San Francisco home early Friday morning while searching for the Democratic leader, chillingly shouting, Where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? Oh my God. Police were called to the home to check on Paul Pelosi at about 2.30 a.m. when they discovered the 82-year-old and the suspect, 42-year-old David DePap, both grappling with the hammer, said Police Chief William Scott. The intruder yanked it from Pelosi and began beating him before being subdued and arrested by officers. Oh my God. The speaker was in Washington, where she had been scheduled to appear with Vice President Kamala Harris at a fundraising event on Saturday night for the LGBTQ group Human Rights Campaign, 11 days before the congressional elections have been, that had been filled with harsh and sometimes violent rhetoric, Nancy Pelosi canceled her appearance. Yeah. Uh, they looked at this guy's social media. What is it? It's going to have some shit on it. Anti-vax, super oh right-wing, talking about how the 2020 election was stolen. Duh. A lot of the gen- repeating a lot of the January 6th rhetoric. I could have guessed. I could have fucking guessed that shit. Yeah. 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 Classic. Oh my fucking god. So, yeah, that that was our first headline. So, so the guy's as not you can see, he didn't get killed. He didn't get beat badly, but he's not he's alive. He's alive, yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. That's intense. Also, I'm sorry. What kind of shitty ass break-in? You didn't even know where she was going to fucking be. That's embarrassing for you, girl. Also, a hammer? I'm assuming he brought the hammer with him. Fucking okay. All right. Out of everything you're going to use to attack someone, there are more effective weapons. I'm sorry. Not to criticize this man's this man's tactics. Actually, I think I will. Fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fuck this guy. Okay. I feel like that's going to be a similar thread throughout. This is from Alejandro Caraballo, mm-hmm. who is somebody I follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she covers news stuff on the ground. Okay. The Florida Board of Medicine Legislative Committee has voted to ban gender-affirming care for trans youth in Florida. So cool. So super chill. I love that this is actually the first I'm hearing about that. Jesus fucking Christ. It goes to the full board next week to determine the effective date. (sighs) They will forcefully detransition thousands of trans youth across the state. Oh my fucking God. These poor kids. The hearing was stacked against trans youth from the start. Despite local families and activists getting there first, nine anti-trans folks testified first. After selectively filtering through to give a 50-50 split after, the board, closed the, the board closed the hearing early and did not allow many to speak. Yeah, that fucking tracks. This is normal. This is normal society things. This is democratic society things. Uh, and this, this is, is fascism. Yeah, it's fucking fascism. I'm being facetious. It's fucking Nazi shit. This is the silencing of dissent. This is, this is transgenocide. Yeah, it is. There's no nicer way to put it. There's not. The, the statistics for trans kids committing suicide are fucking astonishing and crazy how it um, only gets worse in scenarios where they are not allowed to transition 
and they are not in scenarios of support uh, by their by their you know immediate family or surroundings. Um, so this is yeah, it's just legislating more of that, um, and it's not the last step. It never is. It it never is. They were already proposing you know removing transgender care from what was it Medicaid Medicare I think Medicaid. Um, yeah. So it's obviously just incremental change. This is the excuse. The first excuse is think of the children. The next one is fucking what? Your brain's not developed until you're 25. Next, it's this is bad for everyone. There were apparently people at the meeting shouting about how they wanted trans people put on registries. So good. That's normal and good. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. So good. I'm really glad that those are the people who are allowed to talk the most. That's definitely normal. Even if legal organizations file a lawsuit immediately, it could take a month to get an injunction, and that is not a guarantee. (sighs) Every other state that has banned care has been stopped in court. I believe it will be here too, but it could severely be disruptive in the meantime. Yeah. No. That's going to be... None of this was done through the legislature. They couldn't pass the ban there, so so DeSantis stacked the medical board with political hacks to push through this cruel policy. It's the complete politicization of medicine led by his anti-vax conspiracy theorist, Surgeon General. 100% it is. I didn't realize that this wasn't even legislated. Wait, so how did this happen? How did this get passed? What was this again? This was the Florida Board of Medical Legislative Committee. (sighs) Just going through any fucking route he can, huh? Fucking obviously it wouldn't get legislated. That's insane. They intentionally held this meeting at the Hyatt uh, Hotel... In Orlando at the airport because it would be harder to protest there. Yeah, that tracks. Fucking gruesome. Just have your, your shitty little your shitty little oligarchs do it for you. Fucker. Anyway, if you live in Florida, vote that fucker out. I rarely believe in the power of voting when it comes to presidential elections, but I fully believe in the power of voting when it comes to local elections, and this is the shit that is going to affect you the most. Vote that fucker out. I'm not going to say the inflammatory thing I was about to say. I'm not going to say the inflammatory thing I was about to say, but he's in the jar. He's in the, don't make me shake the jar. I don't have a, I don't have a jar nearby. I've lost my jar. Don't worry. It's in a safe place. Wink. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of not probably not in a safe place. Okay. Hawaii's big island residents get a warning as the volcano starts to rumble. So fucking scary. I heard about that yesterday. Uh, Hawaii officials are warning residents of the big island that the world's largest active volcano, Mauna Loa, is sending signals that it may erupt. Scientists say an eruption isn't imminent, but they are on alert because of a recent spike in earthquakes at the volcano's summit. Hmm. Experts say it would take just a few hours for lava to reach homes closest to the vents on the volcano, which last erupted in 1984. God damn. Hawaii's Civil Defense Agency is holding meetings across the island to educate residents about how to prepare for a possible emergency. They recommend having a get-out bag with food, identifying a place to stay once they leave home, and making a plan for reuniting with family members. God damn. This is mostly going to affect the natives. It's mostly going to affect the locals. Tourists are, for the most part, going to be able to leave. That is so fucking scary. That is so goddamn scary. Ugh. So I guess keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for mutual aid funds. Um, Some are already starting, um, but they said it's not imminent, but it's likely. 
It's, yeah, it's not imminent, but it's looking like it's going to go probably. Okay. Like, in the near future. And they're only going to have a few hours warning. God, that's so fucking scary. Yeah. So, speaking of scary. Good. So good. Glad we're going to keep going. We're going to move out of the news. Oh, good. This is going to be a bad comedy podcast. I mean, just for that one news segment. Okay. It's going to be a bad comedy podcast. The rest of the comedy podcast is going to be on the ball. Oh, yeah. This is where we are doing good comedy podcast now. What's what scary stuff are we doing today, Micah, in honor of Halloween? Well, Stevie, I'm glad you asked. I'm going to take you to uh, I'm going to take you to heck. Oh, my God. We haven't done one of these in a while. We have not. Please tell me there's a monster zone plan for today. Uh, there is. Okay, good. I was about to say, this would be a very embarrassing Halloween special. I say special pretty loosely. We always do these segments, and all of our segments are surprisingly spooky. So um, this is just general, a kind of gothy podcast already. Uh, are you drinking coffee? Uh, possibly. Is it instant coffee? I was too lazy to make good stuff, so yeah. I could tell by the layer of black silt on the bottom. You have got to make your coffee better. <laughs> so our first demon is uh, Nabirius. Okay, how do you spell that? N-A-B-E-E-R-I-U-S. N-A-B-E-R-I-U-S. Yes, Nabirius. Considered to be the most valiant marquee of hell, he commands 19 legions of demons... Makes men cunning in all arts and sciences, especially in rhetoric. He restores lost dignities and honors. He appears as a three-headed dog, a raven, or a black crane, and has a raucous voice, but presents himself as eloquent and amiable. He teaches the art of gracious living. Why did you send me a pony? Pony Sona. There is a pony Sona of Niberius in the first line of results when I I image searched this fucker. The first line of results was a pony sona of the demon nabarius who very cool three-headed wolf demon super fucking cool human body wolf heads excellent i like this fucker oh furries go wild for this shit it's me i'm furries this is great it's got red nails on it this one that's cute oh painted the nails so that's uh that's nabarius that's very cool you said cunning in the art of rhetoric okay Big talker, probably killing it at speech and debate. Love that. That's fun. Apparently, there's or, a world of or, Warcraft. Or could be a debate bro. It c- that is also true. Real mixed bag. Real mixed bag overall. It is also the name of an NPC in World of Warcraft. Maybe leaning towards debate bro. Our next demon uh-huh. is Onoskelis. Onoskelis. Oh, I think I got it. Onoskelis. Yeah, that's what I looked up. Okay. Uh, translated, guess what the name means? W- one skeleton. Big skeleton. Big skeleton. That would be cool. That's not what it means. What it is means it? she with the ass's legs. She with the ass's legs? Yo, you mean she like She with donkey. the ass's legs. Lame. Was a female demon with a beautiful form mentioned in the Testament of Solomon. Oh, Okay. The name is usually associated with the Hobgoblin and Pusa, 
who was able to assume various shapes. However, in this case, she is a satyr. That's fun. I'm into I'm into satyr girls. Oh, this is cute. There's some cute artistic depictions. Some of them are kind of fucked up. That's okay. I don't judge. Um, there's one that keeps popping up that I think surrounds gamers. There's like a there's like a really horny depiction of this fucker um, that I think is from some game. Agony. I don't know what that is. Um, this is cool. I I like this. What do they What do they do? What's her deal? Well, in the Testament of Solomon. Uh, her body was that of a woman with fair complexion, but her legs were those of a mule. When Solomon asked her what her purpose was, she stated, I am a spirit which has been made into a body. I recline in a den on the earth. I make my home in caves. However, I have a many-sided character. Sometimes I strangle men. Sometimes I pervert them from their true natures. Most of the time, my habitats are cliffs, caves, and ravines. God, so true, girl. Listen, she's living the dream. She's doing girl boss things. She's doing what she needs to do to get by. God forbid women do anything. Sometimes they have to pervert men from their true purpose. And I say let her be. She's really gone girling it up. It is also true that they worship my star secretly and openly. They do not know that they deceive themselves and excite me to be an evildoer all the more. For they want to obtain gold by remembering me. But I grant little to those who seriously worship me. That is so fucking funny. That is so funny. People are worshiping her thinking that she'll give the money and she's like, oh my God, thank you. And it just runs. She's like getting them to pay for dinner and doesn't even give them anything. That's so fucking funny. Good for her. Take their money and run, girl. <laughs> she describes her creation as from an unexpected voice, which is called a voice of the echo of a black heaven emitted in matter. Sure. Okay. Is that not the most stroke-having sentence you've ever heard? I'm having a hard time processing it, but she came out of a voice in the void, right? Ah, uh, that would be the short version of it, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Don't we all? In the end, don't we all just come out of a voice in the void? Don't we all? So yeah, that's Anna Skellis. I'm a big fan of her. I actually like her a lot. I think she's really funny. Also, I was going to make some vague crypto joke about them, you know, giving her money and her not giving them anything in return. Whatever. Bitcoin jokes are overplayed. Arguably, I still said it through explaining it, but I digress. Do we have a third demon? We do have a third demon. Hit me. Ouroboros. Not Ouroboros. That's something different. That's something different. This is Ouroboros. Ouroboros. How do you spell that? Is that O-R-O-B-A-S? Okay, it's just like it sounds. So, that's Orbas. A, that's a horse guy. Every picture is a horse guy. Is a great prince of hell having 20 legions of demons under his control. Again with the legions. He gives true answers of the, all things past, present, and to come, divinity, and of the creation of the world. Don't they all? Fucking hell. He also confers dignities and prelacies and the favor of friends and foes. A faithful demon, he does not deceive or switch allegiances. That's cool. He is depicted as a horse, but changes into a man under the conjurer's request. I don't actually have any beef with him. It sounds like he's pretty chill. Yes, he is a prince of hell. He is a monarch. Whatever. We all have our flaws. But he is not a fucking liar, and he will make people like you, actually. (laughs) However, he does uh, encourage people to become spiritually slothful. Oh, boo, whatever. I'm already spiritually slothful. He does not have to encourage me to do jack shit. But Stevie, this delays, discourages, and eventually prevents an individuals and societies from ever establishing a harmonious relationship with God. Oh, fuck off. 
<laughs> cry about it. We could do with a little less of a harmonious relationship with God at this point. Listen, separation of church and state isn't going that good. I think y'all are just fucking it up. Let's just let's just get the whole thing out. You know, let's just let one nation under Oribas. I'm good with that. I'm okay. Cool little horse guy. Um, the artistic depictions do look like those people who wear those cheapo uh, horse rubber masks that are very scary. By the way, I just remembered that one time when I was really little, you came to me wearing a werewolf mask and it was really fucking scary because I was a fucking toddler and I don't think you even said anything to try and scare me. You literally just walked in the room and I started crying and mom got onto you. That's my Halloween. That's my Halloween story. That's my Halloween spook. Yeah, that happened. That was really fucked up of you, by the way. Weren't you? Where were you? Like in college at that point? Yeah. What did you think would happen? I felt like you should, uh, you know, <laughs> see a scary mask. Were you trying to scare a toddler, Micah? No, I was not. What did you think would happen if you showed a toddler your scary werewolf mask, Micah? I didn't think it was that scary. You were yeah. just a pansy. Yeah, you were. I was like four. <laughs> I was four, bitch. Toughen up. You're like 20 years my senior or something. And you're like, yeah, this kid could handle a little bit of Chucky. Fuck you. It was a cool mask, though, in retrospect. I would wear it now, actually. Was it a Spirit Halloween mask? No, it was actually from before Spirit Halloween was a thing. Wow, vintage. <laughs> Sorry, Spirit retro. Halloween hasn't always existed. I know, but it has such a like an ephemeral energy that it just kind of feels eternal. You know what I mean? Like after Jesus vacated the tomb, they probably set up a spirit Halloween there. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking of things that uh, feel eternal and uh, what was it? You, you said... Uh, Give another go. <laughs> shit, I forgot what you said. Eternal, Ephemeral? Ephemeral. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Good word. Speaking of things that are eternal and ephemeral. Okay. I'm going to move us on to our next segment. Which is? Which is uh, Diagnosis Ghost. Ooh, I love Diagnosis Ghost. Perfect. You're pulling out all the spooky segments for this one. Diagnosis Ghost. Diagnosis Ghost. Diagnosis Ghost. Diagnosis Ghost. This is the 15 creepiest ghost ships ever found on the high seas. Ooh, ghost ships. Okay, hit me. Send me the link. I also have a quiz, by the way. I didn't tell you that, but I have a spooky quiz if we need that. All okay. that's interesting.com slash ghost dash ships. I'm going to type that character by character. I'm not. I'm just a silly little jokester. Okay. Ooh. The first ship is the Mary Celeste. That's not true. Never mind. It is. I scrolled down too far. <laughs> Go ahead. After passing Santa Maria Island in the Azores on November 25th, 1872, the last entry on the ship's slate, the Mary Celeste, a merchant br uh, brigantine, became derelict in unknown circumstances. No boats were on board when she was found on December 4th, 1872, between Portugal and the Azores. The ship was devoid of all crew, but largely intact and under sail, what? heading toward the Strait of Gibraltar. The lifeboat was missing, but the ship was still in good condition and had plenty of provisions in the hold. What the crew the of the ship were never found. That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. I want to know how many people were manning the ship. Because the, based on like the, the picture, or painting I suppose, that's like a full ship. The whole, There's no way the whole crew would have been able to escape on the lifeboat. They still lots of provisions. No sign of attack based on what it's saying here. That is so fucked up. That's crazy. A merchant brigantine. It's because it doesn't look like it was robbed or anything. It says largely so, intact. Fascinating. Do you think ghosts did it? 
Dude. Okay. So the way this article means ghost ships, it means ships mysteriously abandoned by their crew. Okay. You are taking it in a new direction where it's like, do I think ghosts cause the disappearance of the crew? Look, we don't know what happened to the crew. We, we have all this mysterious circumstances and surroundings going about it. So obviously ghosts did this. It could have been demons, you know, it could have been a case of sea madness, you know, maybe they passed some oh, sirens. Oh, sea madness, that very common yeah. uh, malady, sea madness. Yeah? What are you, fucking dumb? You never heard of sea madness? This fucker isn't a real seaman. See, it's a joke, because seaman sounds like a dirty word. Um, listen, they probably just passed by some sirens. Couple fuckers got away, rest weren't so lucky. Threw themselves overboard, hit their heads on the rocks, sirens had a good dinner, and the ship kept sailing. Not ghosts. It was sirens, though. So, diagnosis, not ghosts. Yeah, diagnosis, sirens. Oh, goodness. These better not all be diagnosis, sirens. There better be some actual ghosts in this fucker. So, the next one is the MV Joyita. Okay. The Joyita was a merchant vessel that left Samoa's Apia Harbor on October 3rd, 1955, bound for the Tokelau Islands. Okay. Five weeks later, the ship was found with all 25 passengers missing. The ship's radio was broken, but it was still attempting to send out a distress signal. What? All the life rafts were missing, along with the captain's log, as well as the navigational equipment and firearms kept on the boat. An investigation determined the fate of the passengers and crew to be inexplicable on the evidence submitted at the inquiry. What the fuck? So distress signal, obviously something's going wrong. They didn't take the firearms or the navigational equipment. They must have been in a real fucking hurry. All the life rafts were missing. No, 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 no. They did take. They did take the navigational equipment. Oh, 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 oh. I misunderstood. Oh, shit. So they just ditched. They took the life rafts, navigational equipment, and the firearms. <sighs> Says it was just found missing. 25 passengers. So there were multiple life rafts, so they probably could have escaped. Um, Hear me out? Yeah. Pirate ghosts. Pirate ghosts? Now we're talking. So pirate ghosts that scared the passengers into thinking they were, you know, real pirates, but couldn't actually take anything because they were ghosts. Exactly. Common phenomena. Um, Very common. Happens all the time. You read about it in the paper on an almost daily basis. Yeah, I'll give you that. You know, there was a lot of pirate ghost um, attempted plunderings. I would call them plunderings, but they really didn't get very far. You know, all the booty slipping through their their little fingers, their little ephemeral ghost fingers. Um, but there was a big uh, a, a big batch of, of attempted pirate plunder, pirate ghost, sorry, plunderings in October 1955. Um, you know, the pirate ghost plunderings in 1955 that we all learned about in history class. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. Diagnosis ghost for sure. Okay, diagnosis ghost. <laughs> yeah. The next ship is the Ryu Onmaru. That's a fancy looking ship. It is a little rusted, needs a bit of a power washing. Stop that bad boy in power wash simulator. It'll be all better. Does it have ghosts? Ryu Onmaru was a Japanese fishing boat that was washed away from its mooring in the Aomura Prefecture by the 2011 Tohaku earthquake and tsunami. Japanese officials first believed the ship had been destroyed but it eventually floated into American waters near Alaska one year later. The U.S. Coast Guard decided to sink the boat to avoid it becoming a navigation hazard. Lame, not ghosts, obviously not ghosts. It was just a ship that sailed away from the harbor by accident because there was a literal fucking tsunami. Ghosts don't need to help with that. <laughs> the tsunami did it. Earthquake breaks, the, earthquake breaks the post that the ship is moored on. Tsunami takes it away. No, diagnosis, 
act of God, natural disaster, ghosts not involved. Maybe there were ghosts on the ship, but that was unrelated. Diagnosis, not ghosts. That was a natural not disaster. Even, not, not even tsunami ghosts? No. No. Now you're just making shit up. I'm making shit up here. I am reading stuff from 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 the website allthat'sinteresting.com, and I can't help it that they didn't write in about the interesting tsunami ghosts, which are very common in Japan. Allthat'sinteresting.com is a very reputable source, but I think that you are you are adding stuff to the text that is not supported by the text-based evidence. May I remind you who between us is the is the ghost doctor? Which one of us has a PhD in ghost science? It's not you. It's why you bring me on. Oh fuck! Did you just Google tsunami ghosts and found something? Yes, Fuck I did. Me. God damn it. Okay. Tiny tsunami there's a ghosts. Book, there's a book called Ghosts of the Tsunami. I bet it's actually about people who were killed by tsunamis, and it's actually not all that fun. Oh, it, yeah. Death and life in the, Japan's disaster zone. Yeah. I, I I really get the sense that you were envisioning a kind of Sharknado situation, but with ghosts and tsunamis, I don't think it was actually that fun. Don't you feel I, shitty now? I kind of do. <laughs> yeah, you should. I kind you, of do. You should. Moving so, on. That was an actual disaster. The HMS Resolute. <laughs> oh, Resolute. That's funny. Okay. The HMS Resolute was a ship of the British Royal Navy that was abandoned in 1854 after being trapped by ice in the Viscount Melville Sound, Canada. Mm-hmm. The ship was on a search expedition to discover the fate of John Franklin, a British explorer mm-hmm. who had been lost in the Arctic. Ooh. After being abandoned, the ship drifted 1,200 miles before it was found one year later off the coast of Baffin Island, Canada, freed from the ice. Wood from this ship was used to make a desk that now sits in the Oval Office. That's a fun little fun fact at the end. That's a cool little tidbit. We are getting closer to ghost territory because there was a guy that went missing in the Arctic, which is a very scary concept. The Arctic and all those snow-covered caps of the Earth are super spooky, and I hate it. Also, there's definitely aliens or ghosts there because no way in hell is Antarctica completely deserted except for the fucking U.S.-sanctioned scientists. No fucking way. They've got ghosts in Antarctica. However, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the HMS Resolute. Um, ah, Did anybody die, though? Like, it says that, like, the people abandoned it so they didn't die they did get trapped yeah, in the I'm, ice which sucks and a lot of these i'm starting to notice it, it, it it's just the ship got stuck and then it floated away later which is lame and not even ghost centric listen i think that they might have maybe gotten close to the the ghost of john franklin but it doesn't sound like they really did a good job of bringing it back did they diagnosis yeah. almost ghost not really though you were just bad sailors who couldn't avoid being trapped by the ice sorry i would have avoided it i'm different Rip to you, I'm different. Yeah, I personally would have avoided the glacier that sunk the Titanic, but, you know. Let's try one more and see if it's ghosts. Okay, okay. Because there's 15 of these. I don't know that we want to go through all 15 if they're all just going to be broke loose and floated free. Yeah. Okay. This is the SV Carol A. Deering, was a five-masted cargo schooner that was last spotted with its crew passing through Cape Lookout Lightship, North Carolina, on January 28th, 1921, mm-hmm. while it traveled from Rio de Janeiro back to Norfolk, Virginia, after delivering a cargo of coal. Mm-hmm. She was found abandoned three days later off the North Carolina coast. The ship's lifeboats and logboat and, and logbook were missing. Mm-hmm. The disappearance has been hypothesized to have been caused by weather conditions, pirates, <laughs> and even communists. <laughs> Still, there's no conclusion as to what happened to them. Communist ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, fucking obviously something went wrong. Lifeboats, lifeboats and logbook were missing. 
whatever. I wish they would mention if the if the crew were ever found. Because, like, they, they left for sure. Did they die out there? I don't know. Might be ghosts on the sea. Did ghosts cause this? Might have been regular ship issues. However... Communist ghost is funnier. What? What? Plus, you could do the obvious. You could do the obvious joke. The there's a specter haunting so and so. What? Are you referencing something? I'm literally referencing the Communist Manifesto. Sorry, I'm not that well read. It starts with there is a specter haunting Europe, the specter of communism. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I didn't know that. That joke landed flat. We'll say it's communist ghost then. Also, you skipped one on the list. Sorry, I didn't get your cool communist joke. I'm not very smart. Um, the one before this that you missed is actually very interesting. Never mind. The end, the, okay, let me read this one. I think it's funny. Okay, okay, go for it. The SV Bell Amica was a classic schooner that was found derelict near Punta Volpe, Sardinia, Italy in 2006. Okay, so this is a little more recent. The Coast Guard crew that discovered the ship found half-eaten Egyptian meals, French maps of North African seas, and a flag of Luxembourg and a flag of Luxembourg on board. It was briefly believed to be a mysterious antique vessel, but when the owner of the ship was found, a man from Luxembourg, it was discovered that it was a modern ship that was likely abandoned so the owner could avoid paying taxes on it. See, that one's definitely not ghosts, but it's really fucking funny. This is a cool ship. Like, there's all this different ship on, shit on it. It's, it's, just a, it's just a cool time. It looks like a fun little historical artifact. And then he was like, nope, uh, I made it look like that. I made it look old. Uh, it was made recently, but owning a ship costs way more than i thought it would fuck this shit damn that's lame so he ditched it as a tax dodge that's really funny Ooh, i'm I'm skimming through the others to see if there's anything that's actually spooky the sv kaz the second was a 12 meter catamaran that was sailing in australia with a three-man crew in 2007 so this is like an individual's boat this is like a little boat she was found drifting 88 nautical miles off the coast of Australia five days later. The boat was in good, perfect condition, except for one sail, which had been shredded. Investigators never found the three men, but they hypothesized that they may have ended up in the ocean while trying to untangle a fishing lure caught in the boat's rudder, and the choppy water may have been unable to get back on the boat. That is so sad. However, I raise you, what the fuck shredded the sail? Ghosts. Ghosts! Yeah, diagnosis ghosts. SVCAS 2's got ghosts. If it didn't before, it sure does now. Those three guys sound fucking dead. It's definitely they got... They are haunting it. Definitely got at least the ghosts of those three guys. So we're Bummer. saying diagnosis ghosts on that one. Yeah, diagnosis ghosts. You know, not as overwhelming... Hey, did you Google ghost ships looking for g- ships haunted by ghosts? I did actually, yes. I'm sorry that the results were not as fruitful as we'd hoped. They were not, which is why I'm going to bail on this segment. Just like, the, just like the sailors, just like the sailors aboard the SV Carol A. Deering. Oh my God, that's crazy. Okay, take the lifeboats, take the logbook, take the firearms and the navigational equipment. That's a different thing from the logbook. The logbook is the captain's little diary, which I think is so cute. By the way, that's adorable. That's so cute that they do that. Love it. It's what do you think is in the captain's log? Dear diary, today the first mate smiled at me. Also, the weather was good, and we went to a port in Italy, and also, the first mate and I shared our first kiss. It was delightful. End, end log for December 2nd, 1922. P.S. I'm gay. Don't tell anyone. You know, the fun stuff. No, that definitely does sound fun, but usually it's, it's, it's stuff like, 
we went to this latitude, this longitude, blah, 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 blah. Weather is blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but like it's also got like girls night style secrets in there, you know? If you only focused on the latitude and longitude of it all, you know, you would you would miss it. But maybe he was talking about the latitude and longitude of the first mate's dick. Did you ever think of that? You're right. There's all the subtext that I'm obviously glossing over. There's actually a lot of homoerotic subtext in Vintage Captain's logbooks, actually. I'm certain there is somewhere. Come on. There's got to be at least one gay sea captain. Come on. Why did they, wa- they want sur- to be surrounded by semen? Two, f- two for two. Two semen jokes in one ghost ship segment. That's right, folks. This is the free podcast, and you're getting uh, <laughs> the really good jokes. You're getting the highbrow jokes <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> Uh goodness. So we're going to bail on uh, Diagnosis Ghost. Fuck ghost ships. They aren't haunted by real ghosts, except for the ones that are, which aren't the ones on this list. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so instead, we're going to move over to the monster zone. Ooh, what's our Halloween monster? You better have a good one for me. It's the monster zone. Monster zone. I have three. Three. Now we're talking. We're hitting the Halloween jackpot, baby. It's like when you go to the rich neighborhoods, you get the king size candy bars, not that shitty stuff like those Werther's We're going to be looking at three cryptids from Africa. Uh-huh. The first one is the Bakanga. How do you spell that? I want to see this fucker. B-A-K-A-N-G-A. Okay, I could have sounded that out. The Bakanga of the Ubanga region in Central African Republic is an intermediate in the size is intermediate in size between a lion and a leopard and is described as being similar to a maneless lion in appearance with reddish brown fur and a dappled spotting similar to that of a leopard and it is said to bark instead of roaring this fucker's actually really cute i pet the little kitty it's so cute its behavior is aggressive oh. and it has been known to bark like a dog that's not the same thing it's just communicating now there are possible explanations for it it sounds like a hybrid thing, like um, like the the zebra, whatever, the or the liger. You know what I mean? That is actually one of the theories, is that it's a hybrid yeah. between a hyena and a lion. Oh, that makes sense. They're both big cats, so the DNA could mix. I mean, the thing couldn't, you know, have kids, but it, it could do it. Yeah, but hyenas are dogs. Oh, a hyena. I misunderstood what you meant. Oh, wait, what? Why not a leopard and a... <laughs> why not a leopard and a lion? That feels like the natural... The picture I'm looking at that does look a little photoshopped looks like a cheetah and a lion. It actually just looks like a, a cheetah with a little lion mane, but the angle of the cheetah's head is a little unconvincing. <laughs> yeah, I think I know the picture you're looking at. It's not great. If you're on the cryptid wiki, no, it's not a very good picture. Yeah, that's the Bakanga. W- what were the other explanations? That it's a new species of hyena that was previously undiscovered. Okay. It doesn't or look that like that a hyena, though. Or that it's a mix between a lion and a leopard or a lion and a hyena. A good example of a similar animal mix would be a liger. You already said all that. Yeah, that doesn't look much like a hyena. I'm leaning towards a, a couple animals getting a little frisky in the wild, and it got fucking weird. Indeed. Speaking of things that got kind of weird looking. Okay. We're going to talk about the Basilosaurus. Is this a is this a dinosaur cryptid? This is a dinosaur cryptid. Oh, this fucker looks weird. <laughs> you weren't kidding. Okay. Sometimes known by its scientific synonym, Zuglodon, is a genus of ancient cetaceans that lived during the late Eocene, and they're thought to have died out about 33 million years ago. These primitive marine mammals look nothing like today's cetaceans. 
They were long and serpentine. Oh, so it's a kind of whale. This fucker is scary. I don't like its mouth. Basilosaurus is often suggested as being the primary explanation for sea serpent and lake monster reports. Okay. It's one of the largest animals of its time at 66 feet, with some non-peer-reviewed sizes putting it at above 70 feet. I don't love that. Um, I, I don't like this fucker. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, hey, that's, that's not a cryptid. If these primitive whales are still alive, they would certainly fit in with a few select characteristics of the Basilosaurus with such a long body. However, many sightings are based on outdated, overly serpentine designs from the 1950s. Any lake monsters or sea serpents present in the elongated serpentine shape, similar to the Basilosaurus, you know, they're saying they've seen it before in the lakes. Just because someone saw something that looked like a sea serpent does not mean it was a Basilosaurus. The idea that it's more likely that an ancient dinosaur survived until now and not there's just some new other weird fucked up animal out there is wild to me. We don't know most of the shit going on on the deep sea floor. There's probably shit going on in lakes we don't know about. Come on. So you think it's uh, just a new species, a previously undiscovered thing? Diagnosis not cryptid. No, this is a dinosaur. Diag- it is dead. The, the, the sea serpent sightings are unrelated. <laughs> Okay, well, if we're going to go with... Uh, I think sea serpent ju- is just like big eel. Eels are a thing. Eels are a thing. This is true. You ever seen Princess Bride? It's just like that. You ever seen how the eels have a jaws inside of their jaws? No. Oh, uh, hold on, Stevie. I'm going to look that up, and it's about to upset me. A second set of jaws in their throat that actually shoot it out and shoot forward to grab and pull it into their mouth. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. I'm trying to find a video or a picture of it I can send you. This is like that fucker from Five Nights at Freddy's. From, from Five Nights at Freddy's sister location. You know, the franchise you're very familiar with. Intimately so, in fact. Circus Baby has a little, 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 claw, little claw that puts ice cream in front, of a, in front of a little girl. Snatches her up inside. Oh my god, now she's possessed by a little girl. It's just like that. Just like that, you say? Yeah. Well, tell me if Five Nights at Freddy's had this image... Showing, like, sort of a pseudo x-ray of what the inside of an eel looks like. That's crazy. Why is it got... It's, like, totally separate. It's got extra jaws in its fucking throat. What? Yeah. How is that anatomically feasible? Because eels exist. That's how it's anatomically feasible. Why does it look like that? Ah! I hate that. I hate... I hate that. Moray eels seem to be the ones that are coming up a lot eels are super fucked up for that oh that sucks it's got fucking audrey 2 inside of its mouth ah i really hate that actually it's got little spare helper jaws i'm not gonna look at those anymore okay well in that case i want to talk about the third monster this one better be cute i want to talk about the third monster okay this is the broxa chupacabra Okay. Have we not the history of the, the Middle East before? contains strange stories of vampiric birds known as broxa, which drank the bodily fluids from goats and sometimes human blood, similar to the chupacabra. It's a race of monstrous birds or winged creatures that are mentioned in the Quran. Describe it as protecting Mecca from the Yemen army by dropping red clay bricks on the Yemen elephants as they approached. What? In Jewish folklore, Broxa is a bird that is said to suck the milk of goats and sometimes human blood during the night. 
The Broxel was considered in the Middle Ages to be a shape-shifting entity such as a witch in female form and in male form, a demon. These guys are real fucked up. They're real little, just little guys, look kind of like bats, but they got, they got, you know, arms and legs. Lots of spines in all these artistic depictions. They look like little goblin guys, you know? You know what I mean? That is Little spooky. goblin guys that can fly. That's a little spooky. Wait, so how is this distinct from the regular chupacabra? Uh, this is from the Middle East. Gotcha. Whereas the chupacabra is from the New World. And these are flying birds that suck blood, whereas the chupacabra is that weird rat weasel looking thing. Gotcha. That's really interesting. I wonder how, why they have the, the same name. That's fucked up. Okay. So because little... uh, they suck goats. That's what chupacabra means. Goat sucker. Oh, okay. You get two creatures that start sucking off. Su- nope. Sucking goats. It's, um, <laughs> that's the wrong one. That's, yeah. Wrong verb. My bad. Wrong um, verb indeed. <laughs> now they're all, they're all chupacabras. That's fucked. That's really fucked. That one's not particularly cute. I am mildly disappointed, but, um, you know, none of these are particularly fuckable. The demons, uh, the demon, the demons were, I would say the demon girl with the goat legs. We'll deal with that when we get there, you know? I'm getting a window into your personal life here that I'm not sure I'm entirely comfortable with. Yeah, well. (laughs) You're in half a podcast. Uh, You're going to get a couple windows. Uh, Can't build a podcast without building windows. Don't look into it. You know, the old adage. (laughs) That old adage. That old chestnut. Shitty. Ooh, you quiz popped up a trending what are your pronouns quiz. That's fun. Don't get it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers Don't get it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers Don't get it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers You got it twisted Cause we're the quiz takers We're not taking that today though Sorry No? What are we taking today? Pronouns are spooky Why do you a Republican? Pronouns aren't spooky Um we're going to take What Kind of Spooky Creature Are You? by Uquiz user Big Bulbasaur. Hold on, I can't see you. Okay, there you are. Okay. Quiz intro says, Happy Spooky Season, answer some questions, and get assigned a spooky creature. Russian quizzes are always trending on this goddamn website. Okay, Micah, pick a fall activity. Pumpkin bread, stealing road signs from the interstate, experiencing oncoming seasonal depression, be on Twitter or lay in the autumn sun. I'm going to say pumpkin bread. Pumpkin bread. Pick a Halloween decoration. Giant yard spider, jack-o'-lantern, yard skeleton, fake murder scene, or beanie baby. Yard skeleton. Yard skeleton is really good. Do you have trust issues? Nah, yeah, only with strangers or only with people close to me. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah. Question number four. Are you donating your body to science? Yes, nope, or no, I will simply live forever. I'm going to go with nope. Question number five. Do you like Halloween even? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love Halloween. This shit fucking rocks. Or I like the holiday in concept, but choosing a costume is always really stressful for no reason. Like I'm going to have a good time, but I hate the texture of fake spider webs. I love Halloween. This shit fucking rocks. So true. What's your go-to candy? Fruit? What are you, a fucking elderly person? Snickers, M&M's, Milk Duds. I lost a tooth on one of these ones. 10 out of 10. Candy Corn, Sour Patch Kids, or You Don't Have Mine. I'm going to go with Sour Patch Kids. That's a good one. 
Question number seven. If you were a creature, what would be your creature pastime of choice? Hunting and killing and eating, wallowing, going very long distances, or affection? I'm going to go with wallowing. Wallowing. So good. What sort of costume are you wearing this year? Something sexy. Every day I put on a new costume to live life. Halloween is simply one of many days. A popular character from something I enjoy. Something spooky. No costume, just candy and a good movie. Every day I put on a new costume to live life. Halloween is simply one of many days. So no. So the answer is you don't have a costume for this year planned. I do not. Okay. What was the last Halloween costume you did wear? I have a uh, red feathered plague doctor mask with a red cape and a hammer and sickle. And I went as the specter of communism. Oh, that's thrilling. That is thrilling and also pertinent to earlier's joke. Yes. See, now it's a callback. Now it works. That's delightful, actually. (laughs) What is the ideal fall drink? Mulled wine, flavored coffee with all the fixins, hot tea, or apple cider? I'm going to go with apple cider. Apple cider. Pick a pick. Um, I don't know. Just pick one and fucking describe it to the audience. Uh, I want to go with the pumpkin head guy doing the dance. That's, you know, classic meme. Guy wearing a pumpkin on the head, black, black suit, black body con suit, where, doing a little dance. Question number 11. A sound. Dot, 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 dot. Rain against the windows. A cat purring. A knife through pumpkin flesh. A new podcast. Chanting incantations. Chanting incantations. Love a good incantation. Question number 12 is dot, 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 a sight, dot, 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 graffiti on the overpass, discord notification, a clear blue autumn sky, first frost on the lawn, or a potluck meal. Let's go with a discord notification. Classic. Question 13, dot, 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 a smell, equinox bonfire, smoke and marshmallows, second option, studying, printer ink and coffee, next is orange Yankee candle, pumpkin and wax, next one is forest walk, dead leaves and living wood. Next one is sneaking out, cold air, and gasoline. Uh, Let's go with uh, Equinox Bonfire, Smoke, and Marshmallows. Love that smell. Tell me about your favorite ghost story or a supernatural event that happened to you. Do you have any? I do not have any. Damn, you seem like the kind of person who would be haunted by something, you know? I'm haunted by many things, but none of them are actually ghosts. What a fucking bummer. What's your favorite spooky creature that is not an answer on this quiz? Goblin, werewolf, clown, the scary kind, demon, or just a regular dude? I'm going to go with uh, just a regular dude. Just a regular dude. Let's get your result. Ooh, your swamp thing. I too desire to escape to the bog and never return. You do seem like a bog escapee, you know? I'm not sure how to take that. You just seem like you'd rather be in a bog. Like you don't have to exist under the confines of capitalism. You just do your little bog body thing, you know? Okay, bog body, that's, I don't know, that's, that's a bit, do you know what bog bodies are? I don't know, I heard a reference on Tumblr. Is that, is it what I think it is? It's a human cadaver that has been naturally mummified in peat bog. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. I meant what I said. It's morbid, but I meant what I said. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to send you, uh, doop, 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 doop. The fact that that's real is so fucked up. It's the Google image search, so you can see all the mummies. Hold on. It's actually very common. In fact, many of the mysterious bog people were human sacrifices. What? For real? Yes. That's fucking crazy. Who sacrificed oh, them? did I lose you? Oh, you froze. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, no. 
I oh, think Jesus. I lost Stevie. Oh my God, Micah froze. I'm never going to know who sacrificed them. Well, if I lost Stevie, then I guess this is the end of the oh my episode. God, no, Micah, come back. I no. may have to record something afterwards uh, for all the Micah, plugs, no. But, uh, huh. Micah, Let me try come to reconnect back. with Stevie. I don't like this. Micah, come back. Micah! I'm typing a Discord message. Hi. So the recording is still going. Yep, our recording is still safe. Okay. So it looks like it looks like my my Wi-Fi ditched me, which is fun. But um, yeah, I've just got you my Bluetooth headphones. And Audacity is still going, so if you can hear me, that's fine. I can hear you. Good. Uh, good thing we were at the end of the episode, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Works out. For the listener, uh, what just happened was Stevie's Wi-Fi went out, our, our call dropped, everything froze, but we're still recording. You know why? Because we are just that dedicated. Oh, yeah. Also, Bob Body's super fucked up. Um, hey, who sacrificed them? Uh, their neighbors. To appease what? ancient gods? That is buck wild. Huh. Yeah, there's like a whole Wikipedia on it if you want to read it. Hey, did that happen in Florida? Because we got a lot of like Everglades and shit. No, this happened like tens of thousands of years ago in Europe. Oh, I f- okay. It was in Europe. We're fine then. We don't have bog body ghosts here. No, we don't have bog body ghosts. I mean, not that I know of. Yeah, as far as we know. There might have been like one, but that was a fluke. That was Bog Body Bob. But yeah, they uh, might have been offerings made to the gods by their neighbors. Wow. Sometime around 60 AD, a man was led into a marsh outside of Cheshire, England to be killed. He was in his mid-twenties, stood about five foot seven, had a trimmed beard, a mustache, and brown hair. Except for an armband made out of fox fur, he was naked. It's likely he was accompanied and restrained by two or more individuals. Huh. That's upsetting. First, he received a blow from a blunt object to the top of the head probably while he was seated, which fractured his skull. Oh. Then a cord was thrown around his neck. While he was being throttled, his throat was cut. Damn, came up behind him and everything. Combined with the pressure from the noose, this would have caused a geyser of blood to erupt from the wound. Finally, he received a sharp kick to the small of his back, propelling him face first into the waters of the bog, where, nearly 2,000 years later, he was found by workers digging for peat in the Lindo Moths. That's super fucked. That's super fucked. You okay? Ah, a bit of dust just went down the wrong pipe. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Podcast ends with with, uh, Micah's murder at the hand of dust. Dust? Allergies, you know. (laughs) Murder at the hand of mild dust sensitivity. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah. He's now known as the Lindau Man because that's where they found him. Huh. Damn, imagine just being known as, like, the area you live in. God, if I died in Jacksonville and then they call me the Jacksonville man later, ooh, that's brutal. That's fucking brutal. Yeah. Best to pick a place to die that has a good name, just in case. Try to have your body, you know, preserved by chance for, you know, the sake of historians thousands of years in the future who may or may not find you, you know... Make a mark. Leave a pretty corpse to be dug up by the aliens when they come. Leave a little history. At least make it interesting for them. You know? 
exactly. Puts a little note on my corpse before I'm buried that just says, like, I'm not here by choice or something like that. I don't know. I mean, really, who is, who is, well, no, that's dark. I'm not going to say that. That is darker. Yeah. To, yeah. Also, I would not want to be buried. I'm sorry. Please cremate the fuck out of me. Do not, don't let them bury me. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'm also, I'm God, also, no. I want to be cremated. Don't, oh, God. Burn me up and scatter my ashes to the wind. Just get, just get rid of the whole thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Don't waste the land. Don't waste the money. Whatever. You know? Not like I'll care. I'll be dead. Funnier. Use my urn as an ashtray. That's funny. Won't know what's me. Won't know it's part of the joint. That's fucking funny. I love it. It's also like that part of My Name is Earl. That's a good show. Never seen it. Very peppy sitcom about a guy who realizes he's a shitty person and then suddenly starts believing in karma. So he makes a long list of everything he's ever done wrong to somebody else. And then every episode he's trying to mark something off his list and like make it up make it up to whatever but he's already won the lottery at this point and he won the lottery right after he did something good i think wait no he won the lottery then got hit by a car i'm not spoiling anything that happens in the very first episode and then his ex-wife wants back in his life because now he's got money anyway the ex-wife goes to a mommy daughter pageant and she uh, wants to compete as an adult even though she's not a mother and so she uh brings her mom's uh ashes and performs with her, but it's not her. Her mom's not dead, and so she just smokes a bunch of cigarettes and puts the ashes in the in the urn. Well, okay. I think she wins the pageant, if I remember correctly. I can't remember. <laughs> oh goodness. Good show. Highly recommend. I think it's on Netflix. I may ch- I may I may check it out. I I I need a new show to watch. I, I've been watching a lot of anime lately. It's a good easy breezy watch. You know, you don't have to focus too hard on what's happening. It's nice. It's very relaxing. Very much like everything's right at the end, and it's a good feeling sometimes. You know, I'm going through BoJack Horseman later lately, so it's it's nice to have <laughs> my name is Earl to fall back on. Uh, you know, a really good anime you should watch that's that's nice and fun. What? Spy Family. You've recommended it to me, and it is on my list. I'm just bad at watching anime. We played Indeed. a little. We played a little game last night where we picked a number one through ten, twice, and then we had to go on the Netflix main homepage and then scroll down the first number and then to the right the next number and then we had to watch whatever it was. Um, and the first one it came up on was Despicable Me Two, and Shiloh would not let us watch it, which fucking sucked. I did want to watch Despicable Me Two, um, and then we ended up watching um, Pop Team Epic, which is a deeply perplexing show based on a webcomic I'm not familiar with. It was funny, though. I loved it. Um, and then we did it again and came up on an Australian sitcom from the early 2000s called Kath and Kim. And it was not very good, actually. It was pretty bad. Um, don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of pretty bad on uh, streaming services. Yeah, uh, never heard of it. Turns out it's because it's from Australia and I was not raised in Australia in the early 2000s. It is uh, not good. It's not good. Indeed. Well, I think we have enough for an episode. Yeah, I would say so. Probably after I edit out the dead air from uh, us losing the connection and all that. Oops. So, Stevie, where can people find you? You can find all my stuff at steviebee.com. That's steviebee.com. Please watch part one of the pilot of Arbor Square that me and Eli have been working on since 2020. Part one is out. It's only four minutes. Please, 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 please watch it. Micah, where can the people find you? You have to sing yours now, too. Sorry, I've set a precedent now. No, I'm not going to sing one. You can find my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. You don't get to advertise your music if you won't even sing it. Yes, I do. 
I just, I, I'm not, I'm not in a singing mood. I've had a bit of a frog in my voice. I feel very self-conscious about it right now. It's extremely cruel for you to put me on the spot, CV. MX Maxwell mute. It, wait, what is it? MX Maxwell one at Bandcamp.com. MX Maxwell one dot Bandcamp.com. MX Maxwell one at Bandcamp. Wait, MX Maxwell. MX Max. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't even do it. MX Maxwell one dot Bandcamp.com. See. Just do a little ditty. You do realize that this is going to be, as usual, us talking over really quiet music. Okay, just like cut it out in the parts where I'm singing, maybe. We'll see. Anyway, Stream Micah's music is really good, even if they won't even give you an example right now. Also, subscribe to our Patreon, please. Please. You get an extra episode per month. And I give you a little sweet kiss on the forehead. That's just for Patreon listeners. Don't take it if you're not subscribed to our Patreon. You little dirty thief. I saw you put it in your pocket for later. Give it back. Give it. Thank you. I appreciate your honesty. Now give it to the Patreon listener sitting next to you. Thank you. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you also get a whole bunch of the back episodes going back. uh, Let's see. We're on episode number 37 right now. So. God, you get double the episodes. There are are 37 bonus episodes that you can listen to. So, since we've had to slow down because of Stevie's school schedule on our posting schedule, uh, if you want to hear us and you haven't been hearing us quite as much as you would like, subscribe to the Patreon. And then you can have all the back episodes and you can put us in your ears. We've got more and more and more where that came from, just for you. And sweet, sweet kisses on the forehead and episodes with no news, which is nice in this treacherous day and age, etc. Yeah, the, the, the Patreon episodes tend to be a little bit lighter fare because we don't talk about the news. Little loosey-goosey, get a little silly, sillier than usual. Micah doesn't put a cap on their silly level, which they put a cap on their silly level pretty extremely on the regular podcast, even though I've been telling them, take the cap off, unscrew it just a little bit, let him see your silly level. But on the Patreon episodes, Micah gets fucking silly. But anyway, <laughs> I guess there's a... Uh... Oh, we have a Tumblr. Oh, we have a Tumblr. Yeah, you can submit daily questions. You can submit sweet little messages in straight in my ears it goes to me you can submit quizzes that you think we ought to do you can send us asks and we'll do a mail time it's super fun that's gender swap podcast on tumblr gender swap podcast.tumblr.com that's yeah, all so i think that's i think that's just about everything so i got nothing less to say but uh bye, bye.